Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello, listeners. We have a fantastic show today. My guest is Robin Crane, and she is a money and business growth expert. She's known for hosting the TV show, The Financial G-Spot, the radio show, Let's Talk Money, and she is a four-time and number one best-selling author. She has a blueprint for financial success and has been featured on ABC, The Motley Fool, Fox Business News, and many others. She went from making $500 a year, you heard that right, to making $500,000 a year in her coaching business in just two years. So today we're going to hear her story, and I know it's going to inspire you as it has many, many other women entrepreneurs. You'll also get to get a free download of her latest best-selling book, which is Make More Money, Help More People. And we will have a link to that. We'll talk about those links and how you can get that in the interview. Robin is pretty badass. She's awesome. You're going to just love her energy. She's got so, so much genius to share with you all. And just a really awesome story because, you know, many of us have been there in that place where you're like, how am I going to get from here to there? And she shares how exactly you can do that. And she's really authentic and super real. I know just from having done this interview with her, I'm like, I want to meet her in person. And she's one of my few guests that I have not met in person, but I, I absolutely want to. She's, she's just pretty amazing at what she does and she knows exactly what she's here to do. She's got a really great mission. Um, she's got a mentor program. We talk about all that stuff on, on the show, but there's a lot of takeaways here. And, uh, if you read the blog post, you'll see them. So many great quotes, so many aha moments, which is really what I, what I try to pull from our guests. So, Uh, I know you're going to enjoy this and make sure you get that book, like really, really get that book. There's a lot of people that give, um, give some free giveaways and they're awesome and incredible, but we fail to actually look at them and read them. This is one, uh, especially if you're a female entrepreneur that you're definitely going to want to read. Enjoy. Robin, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really, really, really looking forward to this conversation because I myself am going to learn a lot from you and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome interview. It is. Of course it is. We're going to make it awesome. (laughs) We are going to make it awesome. You, you have such an incredible mission. I love everything that you stand for. Um, and you also, you really answer the, the questions and solve a lot of problems that especially female entrepreneurs have today. And, I, I'm just really looking forward to everything that, that you have to offer our listeners. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am so excited to be here. All that right. Was super fun. So let's, let's first dive in with that uh, burning question. What, is the, what do you see as the most frustrating aspect of being a business owner? There's only one. <laughs> oh no, there's many. There's many. The most frustrating. Um, one of the most, most frustrating yeah. aspects of being a business owner. Um, gosh, I think it's. I think a lot of people struggle with knowing what to do and where to put their energy because it's it's usually not a shortage of hard work. 
you know, most female entrepreneurs, especially that I attract, that I work with, they work their asses off. They work really, really hard. So that's not the issue. It's just, they're so overwhelmed with all of the options and things that they could do that they usually overcomplicate it. And then they don't know what to do because there's just so many, so many, so many, so many options. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one of the big problems I see too is how do we, how do they get that consistency of, of income? You know, they're, they're, like you said, they get so, you know, excited about all the different things that they could be doing. And then they get so overwhelmed that they're not really focusing on, on what they're really badass at. (laughs) Yeah. I always say that if you stop the money-making activities, you stop the money-making. Right. Exactly. And the problem is most people are doing busy work and they don't realize it, but because they're not tracking, because they don't they don't necessarily know what activities are making them money and, and getting them clients, then they're doing all this stuff that doesn't end up having a, a financial result or a result in income. And they're not actually doing the, um, those money-making activities. So that's, that's definitely what I see as well. So I want to, I really want to like get into that in just a minute, but before we do that, I, I would love to hear how all of this became so important to you and and why it is that you have this mission to help female entrepreneurs. Sure. Um, so I actually, I, I started, well, my, my main business before this was as a financial advisor. And so I went and I went into financial planning after being a singer songwriter. So that was very, very, very weird transition. That's awesome Uh, though. (laughs) (laughs) It was really fun. It was really fun. I wrote a lot of cynical love songs. Um, not everybody can relate to that, but, uh, (laughs) but then I went into financial planning and I went into it because I was really passionate about helping people. And even though I loved, um, playing music and writing music and I loved entertaining the audiences, I just felt very unfulfilled. I really didn't feel like I was making a huge impact. And so the reason I was even pulled into financial planning was because I saw that there was really this need for it. And there was, um, there was definitely some fulfillment on my end to help people in that regard. But what I, what I noticed is that when I was helping people just kind of invest their money, if they had any, or even when I got to a point where I started doing money coaching and helping them with their habits and behaviors around money, which was much for much more impactful I still noticed that there was, you know, there's only so much I could do to help them save money and even invest it. I really wanted to help them in all aspects. And the only way to have more money is you can either make more or spend less. And if you spend less and you work really, really hard to spend a thousand dollars less per month, you can have a better life and a better future. But if you can actually make $10,000 more per month, you have a way better life and a way better future. So I started to get into business coaching and saw that the impact was so much bigger. And as a financial or not as a financial advisor, but as a female entrepreneur myself, I had so many challenges. And I think a lot of them kind of were, are a little bit inherent of women's challenges. And I can go into that in a sec, but, um, and because of that, I just got so compelled to help women. And I noticed that there was a big difference between men who were entrepreneurs and women who are entrepreneurs and the tactics at work. And there's so much crap out there of, you know, like these techniques of what to do that are very much driven towards men and that work very well for men that just don't work as well for women. And um, it's not as natural and it's not as much, uh, you know, around the relationship building. So I just got so, so 
into that and seeing these women who were really motivated succeed and, and make a lot more money and change their lives. It just keeps propelling me forward. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> that's, that's so incredible. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't really put much attention towards there being a difference. Can you talk about some of those differences between male and female? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's huge. So, I mean, I'll give you an example of my husband. Now he happens to be a very, very confident man, but I mean, for, for, for Trevor, if he doesn't believe something or he doesn't have confidence, it's not like he has confidence all the time, but he can make a switch internally to decide that he's going to be confident about something. And if he could be down about something, but if he could just decide and somehow he can turn around and, you know, you've heard that fake it till you make it act as if all that stuff It's typically men who do that, that can kind of put aside all the external factors. Whereas a woman, one day she's super confident about, wow, my value is amazing. I have so much to offer. And then one person says, you suck, not exactly in those words, but you weren't, you're not good enough, or I want to quit. They're working with you or something happens externally. And it's like this downward spiral that knocks us (laughs) off the cliff and we roll down the hill and bang our head 18,000 times. And then we just think, oh, I guess I'm not good at this because one person says something or one thing happens and it just doesn't happen with men like that. It's like, oh yeah, this, that my husband just assumes it's their problem. You know, if someone doesn't like him, oh, it's it's his problem. It's her problem. Whereas I assume if someone doesn't like what I do, it's definitely something I messed up and I must've made a mistake and I'm not good enough. And I go down this, you know, whole rabbit hole of self doubt. You know, it's not like we actually suck any more than these guys. It's just that we tell ourselves these stories and we beat ourselves up so much more. And there's actually proof around this, even, you know, anatomically, Um, I don't know if you've heard of the confidence code, but they talk a little bit, uh, it's it's a great book, but they talk a little bit about the differences in our brains. And I can't remember all the details, but there's actually like a part of our brain that worries more, you know, and there's a part of our brain that, you know, is definitely, um, is more, I, I don't, I don't know, like, I guess worried and, and I don't know if if there's a self doubt part, but there's like a lack of confidence innately in our brains. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, apparently it exists. And then we have mothers who make it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So what are the things that you do and how do you, how do you work with women to overcome these challenges? Awesome. I love that question because it's so much fun for me. So I'll I'll give you an example. So, um, going back to like men and women, and also just as far as a lot of the personal growth stuff that's out there. So, um, you know, I did a a lot of personal growth, uh, different seminars and whatnot, and I loved it. And I felt like it completely impacted my life and changed my life. And and to this day, I'm so grateful for doing all that stuff because I am who I am because of it. However, I would go to these seminars and, you know, jump up and down and stick my finger up my nose. I know it sounds crazy, but the, it like Tony Robbins actually teaches this and it's hilarious, but he like, he, he talks about limiting beliefs and you go over these limiting beliefs. And one of my limiting beliefs was I am stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. And so he has you do this crazy. And I love Tony Robbins. I, I do love, too. love him to death. He's like, he's like my idol. At the same time, though, I did these things and I was like, one, two, three, and I stuck my finger all the way up, up my nose, which is what he tells you to do at the seminar. I kid you not, 12,000 people going <laughs> in circles with their finger up the nose, their nose saying their limiting belief and a funny voice, like a Mickey Mouse voice. So I was like, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid, <laughs> you know, with my finger up my nose. 
And I'm like, damn, this is awesome. I get it. I control my life. I can do this. Like I create my own destiny. And I really believed it. I walked out of there, you know, and then a week later I'm stupid again. Like somehow it just crept up. And like, even though I put my finger up my nose, I still feel stupid. So I wasn't able to get rid of that limiting belief. And so what I realized over time, I, you know, hired many coaches and finally got to the right coach, this guy, Jeff, who now I've been working with for the last eight years. And Jeff would say to me when I had these limiting beliefs, one of which was I'm stuck. I got through, like, I, I, I often experienced this, this I'm stuck pattern. Right. And I just yeah. be like, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. And, and I couldn't do things because I was stuck and I'd go home and be like, change your mindset. Come on, jump up and down, get in the right state. But I'm like, screw you, Rob's I'm stuck, you know, and I wouldn't do it. Um, and Jeff would say, Robin, just be stuck, but take action anyway. When you're in action, you get results. And that was huge for me. And I really did just like stop beating myself up. And I, I just allowed myself and I gave myself permission to be stuck or not confident or feel stupid or whatever it was. And then I would follow the system that I learned from him or from other sources and follow that system. And then I get the result and then I start to adopt a new belief. And this is something, so I talk about how your beliefs influence your behaviors, which influences your success, which again influences your beliefs. And I talk about this like in a crazy eight, like if you imagine an infinity sign and it's going around perpetually, your beliefs influence your behaviors down to the right up around the corner, um, which influences your success and then right back to your beliefs. And what I realized is that I understood that my beliefs influenced my behaviors, but what I couldn't seem to figure out was how to shift those beliefs, no matter how much I knew I should. And what I learned from Jeff, he didn't teach this to me, but I figured it out about a decade after working with him, that what I actually did that got me results was I borrowed the belief from him. I borrowed his belief in me. I borrowed his belief in his systems. I borrowed the beliefs that he could get other people results. And I had enough belief in myself that I actually could take the action instead of just keep going down that downward spiral and get the results. And that's what I teach my ladies today. I call it the belief loan phenomenon. And I kid you not, it's like they're borrowing beliefs from me, from the community. And the community is actually more important than me even in regards to the borrowing of the beliefs because I can tell you all day long, oh, I went from $500 a year to $500,000. They're like, of course you did it, right? Because, you know, so, <laughs> like you get to this point where people just think, oh, of course you did, even though they don't believe you. Like, oh, my God, I seriously was broke as shit. But, uh, you know, people don't see that now. But then they see someone go through it. Like I have a client, Lisa, who she was making negative 300 a month. And in the last 10 months has hit hit over $100,000. Like if you see that in real time, it builds the belief. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to borrow the belief. And you, you actually are in this group with these women and you watch what happens and like, you know, they're feeling stuck, but they take the action anyway, they get the results and then it builds the belief. You just borrow that, you take the action and boom, it it works. Like it's amazing. I love that. I love that whole borrowing the belief. That's awesome. Um, so that's like, I was going to ask you what are, what are like three common mistakes that you see female entrepreneurs making? And obviously that, that could be one of them, you know, the limiting belief. Um, but what are some, what are some others that you see that prevent them from, from getting to be where they want to be? I would say one huge thing is that we tend to focus on education in regards to learning the skill of what we do. Like we're so, especially women, we're we're so concerned about what people think 
and that we're not going to be the best or valuable enough that we'll spend all this money, time, and effort into learning the skill, whether it's coaching, whether it's architecture, whether it's financial planning, whatever it is. And we don't have any trouble spending money on that, even if it puts us far into debt, right? It's like same thing with college. Like how, how much do you spend on college to get an education that's supposedly going to give you a great job and lots of money and a secure financial future, which is all baloney. Like there's no guarantees of that, but we'll drop a hundred, 200, $300,000 on a, on a four-year education to get that. Yeah. It's just a little bit crazy. So it's like the priority is a little skewed from our society, but then when it comes to actually investing in your business skills and tools to learn how to attract qualified leads or how to close clients or how to serve them at the highest level, but that it, that it gets them out of their own way, those ideal clients who are completely just walking in fear and in they want the result, but they're afraid. So they say no, or they say it's too expensive or they give you whatever random objection, right? I got to ask my spouse. That's only because they're afraid. And if you miss those skills and tools, the business skills and tools, and instead you're just good at what you do, there is no guarantee. Just like college, there's no guarantee that you'll actually be successful. Zero zip zilch. You can be the best architect in the world and be broke. I had clients who 24 years in the business almost closed the business. I have them still there. They've been in my fem mentorship now. It's their fourth time. But they're twins, cute as cute as can be. They're the sweetest women. And 24 years, they were almost going to close their business because they weren't doing well in the actual business. Right. And they were awesome. They still are awesome architects, but they just didn't know how to monetize. They didn't know how to get leads. They didn't know how to close sales. And they spent all this time, money, effort into learning to be the best architects in the world. And, you know, that's, of course, what I think because they're my clients. Yeah. But they didn't know how to actually, um, you know, grow a business. And when they did, they turned it around. I mean, I remember when they were um, totally broke in debt. Not everybody who comes to me is broke. but I mean, they had income, but they were going into debt and they had uh, paychecks they hadn't cashed because they didn't have the money in, in, in their business and they were behind in their lease. And then they had about $46,000 in their funnel, like potentially to close at the time. And they closed about half of that. And now they have over 500,000 in their funnel and they've like doubled their income. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's like, cause they actually decided to invest time, money and effort into learning the business. So that was a long answer, but that's one. But that, well, that, I mean, that's the best type of education. I've, I've known people that use the excuse of the reason I'm not successful or I can't get a job or I haven't been able to earn money or whatever it is, is because I haven't had that education. It's not on my resume, which is kind of like the biggest BS, you know, yeah. <laughs> excuse I ever hear. Like, I can't stand it when I hear that. Oh, I haven't been able to do this because, you know, I don't have this kind of degree or that. Like some of the most, you know, successful people I know yeah. didn't go to college, you know, it's great if you did, it's a wonderful experience, but if you didn't, it's not the reason that you're not able to have a, a you know, a profitable business. There's really no correlation. Absolutely not. And it, I went to college. I love college. It was awesome. But like you said, I mean, there's no real correlation between college and being successful in business. I mean, I have... I have friends who went, got their MBA at Harvard and can't run a business at all. And she has a job. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people go to like get their MBA at Harvard and, and have a job or they teach. Right. And it's like, you know, the, the professors at Harvard aren't running businesses right. who are teaching you how to run a business. Like what, what's going on? You know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, hard to find a business owner who's just going to be the professor. But I mean, it, it, it's like very illogical 
right? So that, that's one. I would say the second thing that comes to mind, and hopefully by the time we get to number three, I can think of one. Um, but the second one that comes to mind, and this is huge for me, is that people think they need a lot of information. It's similar, but people think they need a lot of information, but and this kind of goes back to like overcomplicating things, but what they really need is implementation. Yes. Implementation. And this is one of the things I pride myself on with my FEM mentorship. My, my mentorship is called FEM, Female Empowered Money Makers. Um, they are. They're female empowered money makers. And the reason is, is because it's one step at a time, baby, one step at a time. And the way I designed the program is they have access to me every day on WhatsApp, among other things in the structure. But one of the reasons it's so successful and the clients get such incredible results is because they get stuck. And then they ask me, what's the next step here, Robin? I'm on, I had someone yesterday, she had a talk and she asked me something about the talk, you know, like it was just the next step. I gave her advice. Boom. She goes and does the talk. Do you know what I mean? And it's all in real time. It's not like, Oh, I got to wait for that next call in two weeks. I got to wait for that next event in three months. So everything's happening. If you take action, you're testing and tweaking and testing and tweaking. And if you have the right mentor, you can come back and say, Hey, now what do I do? Because there will be, if you're taking action, there will be problems. You never get rid of your problems. You're lucky if you just get better quality problems. Right. And so you need like that help to continue to implement it as those problems arise because there's just there's no way to anticipate every single thing that comes up and your brain can't possibly handle the complexion of every step from from 0 to 100 or to a million, right? So it's like all in real time as it comes. This totally, you know, is so in alignment with your number 1 because, you know, that's the best education and to be able to first of all that's so awesome and rad that people get to, you know, talk to you and get answers right away instead of having to wait. Because like you said, you know, get coming up when these problems, challenges, things come up, that's that's the education that gets them that much closer to the result that they want. Whereas, you know, if you're back in school or you're following a certain curriculum, that's probably very, very dated. It's just not current. So they're learning how to maybe not deal with things like they are if they're just jumping right in and doing it and taking action every single day for something that's actually going to give them a result, a real result. Yeah. And and I'm not a fortune teller. Like I'm good at what I do, but like, I don't know what's going to come up. Like some of these things, like you got to go test it and then tell me what problem came up. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't anticipate every, and I don't matter, even if I was the best in the world, I can't anticipate those problems. So it's so easy for me to solve a problem. If I know what the problem is, most people, they have five, 10, 20 problems. They think they need to solve it once. And I'm always trying to just isolate it to the one problem. And then I'm like, cool, let's go solve this. They go solve that. And they get another problem. Like, tell me what the problem is. Okay, let's go solve that. You know? So it's just, it's like there, there's, you know, no matter no matter what, I, I, no matter how good someone could be as a coach, I think it, it always goes back to the implementation because it's in, it's like, just like anything now with direct response and Facebook and ads and everything, it's all happening in real time. Yeah. And so you got and everything is changing. Like you said, some of the stuff is so old school and outdated. It's like, everything is changing. You can't use what worked 30 years ago and expect it's just going to work. And maybe even five minutes ago, you can't use it. Like, I don't know, just go test it and tell me what happened. I'll tell you if you can use it or not, if it's you or if it's them, or if it's just the system or whatever. And typically the systems work, but they have to be tweaked and tested. Otherwise it's like, you're just leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah. I did think of a third one. Should we do it? Yes, let's do it. All right, cool. Good job, brain. Woohoo. <laughs> All right. So I would say the third thing is is 
really that people are so afraid to step outside their comfort zone. And I always say everything you want that you don't already have lies outside your comfort zone. Otherwise, you'd already have it. Everything. So the people who are successful, the most successful in my program, it's because no matter how uncomfortable they are, they're willing to step outside their comfort zone. Now, if you imagine, I always draw this like at my seminars, but if you imagine like put CZ right for comfort zone and put a circle around it. And then like you can have some X's like close to that circle. And those are certain things that are like not that far out of your comfort zone. They're outside the circle, but they're not that far outside your comfort zone. And then you might have something that's like, you know, way across the other side of the paper that's way outside your comfort zone. If you're making $30,000 a year right now, making a million bucks next month is like way, it's like in, you know, two cities away, right? Maybe, yes. maybe two, two countries away, right? And then the, the challenge is that people think, well, shoot, I'm willing to step outside my comfort zone, but everybody has a different comfort zone and everything that everybody wants is in different, is like relative differently. Meaning that like, let's say one person, they want, they make a hundred grand, they want to make a million. And another person makes a hundred grand, they want to make a million. It doesn't mean that they have to stretch exactly the same amount because they're different people. Right. So I get people, I had this woman at my seminar this last weekend at my positioning yourself for profits event. And she's like, I step outside my comfort zone all the time. I make cold calls. And like, I get that. That's like way outside her comfort zone, but it's still not getting her what she wants. So it's all relative to, are you willing to step outside your comfort zone to the degree that you need to Here's the, here's the catch here in order to, in order to get what you really want, right? Because just because someone else's comfort zone is there and someone else is there and someone else it doesn't, it's all irrelevant. So I might see, have one person in my group where I'm like, well, this is what you want. All right. This is what you need to do. And someone else might need to do something different or they might need to do the same thing. And it's completely uh, you know, way at a different spectrum or continuum on, on their comfort zones, like completely different. So it's kind of weird to explain, but what, what the, the takeaway to that is that you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get what you want. And for you, it might be different than someone else. So it's totally irrelevant to what else, you know, what everybody else is willing to do or not willing to do. But it's like, you have to realize that it's going to be extremely uncomfortable and if you are willing to be extremely uncomfortable, you can have everything, everything you want. How can you help someone who is so stuck in a different mindset and can't, you know, is struggling to get into that mindset of, okay, I'm willing to get uncomfortable because that's like paralyzing for so many people. First of all, slap her silly. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called it, it's electro always about pain. <laughs> it's like shock therapy. Shock therapy. Yes, yes. Total shock therapy. Yeah. Um, it's always about pain. Okay. So we will do whatever we will do in order to avoid pain. Yeah. So that just means that whatever feels so uncomfortable to them is more painful. Um, let me say it this way. Wherever somebody is in their life, okay. They're in that because it's less painful than whatever it is they think they have to go do to get what they want. So for example, if you're in debt, $100,000, okay, that mm -hmm. seems really painful. For some people, it's extremely painful. 
But doing cold calls to actually turn that around and make a hundred grand might be more painful than actually being in that $100,000 debt. And the reason is, is because we have this part of our brain called the critter brain or the lizard brain in the occipital lobe back there. And its job is to keep us safe. Its job is for us to survive and that's it. So if we've survived debt or we've survived an unhappy marriage or we've survived hell and back, lose, I mean, I have clients who've lost, one of my clients lost three children. You know, she survived that. And like, so she can survive anything. Do you know what I mean? But like, we sometimes just get comfortable even in that discomfort thinking because it's safe, we're willing to stay there. So there's what you have to do is actually force the pain. Like you have to associate to the pain of your life. So if you're in debt or if you're not making money and you're like, Oh, I'm just getting by making $2,000 a month, which is at a point where I was when I was a financial advisor, like I had to see that that was extremely painful, more painful than doing what it took to get results, more painful than parting with more money to invest in my business. I went to Tony Robbins and I had to invest $10,000 to go to his program. That was extremely painful, but it was more painful knowing that I had the potential to reach millions of lives and not do it. Yes. But I had to force myself to see that that was painful and not to pretend that everything's okay and I can just survive at $2,000 a month and who cares if I impact the world or not. Like that was what's most painful. And I'll give you one thing that actually completely transformed my life was that I was at a seminar. It was what it actually was Tony Robbins seminar, but a guy named Keith Cunningham, who's the rich dad, he's the actual character or the rich dad character that was based off of his his name's Keith Cunningham. So yeah, Robert Kiyosaki wrote the book, but Keith Cunningham is the character and he worked with Robert Kiyosaki worked with Keith and that's how he came up with the character. Anyway, Keith Cunningham said this, he was, he was teaching, um, something, uh, yeah, at the event and he puts this on the board and he didn't create it, but he, but he put this up and he says, hell on earth is meeting the person you could have become. Oh, ouch. That was the most painful thing I ever saw in my life. Yeah. And that's one of the things that lit the fire under my ass to change because I was like, you know what? It's not about, it's never about the money. It's not about the money. It's not about growing the business. It's not about me. What what it was about was the fact that I knew I had the potential to make a bigger impact. I knew I had the potential to help more people. I knew I had the potential, 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 like all over myself, you know, to really create change and to impact lives. And I wasn't doing it. And I was very incongruent with that. And that more than the money, more than the pain of being broke and in $47,000 of debt and all these things, like way more than that is what drove me to do what I do today because like I will not let, I will never, ever again, let my selfishness and my fear get in the way of me helping and changing the world. Well, and thank you for that. (laughs) So now let's talk about, let's take, you know, me, I'm a female entrepreneur. What's, what are three things that I can walk away with today and implement into my business? Okay. Number one, you have to have a mentor. And I talk about this at another event called quantum leap, but you have to have the right mentor. And I have a little mentor test and the mentor test. You have to answer these two questions. They got to be yeses. Number one, does your mentor, has your mentor gotten the results that you want? So if you want to make more money and you want to be, I don't, uh, you know, I don't know too much about what you want, but if you want to be a coach and you're making a million dollars or whatever the heck it is, 
you better make sure that your coach has made a lot of money. You know, you better make sure that they are having that life that you want because otherwise you, you know, you get all the time. I hate to say it, but there are a lot of coaches out there. And if you're one of them, like, I'm not trying to hurt you, but it's also good because I want you to feel a little pain. And if you, you, sh- you should feel a little pain so that you're not incongruent about this. But if you're a coach and you're only making $20,000 a year, like, and you're helping someone with their business to make money, like it doesn't make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta show up for them too. And the same thing as the mentee, right. Is that you got to hire people who are getting results, the results that you want. Um, because you're going to emulate that, right. And they're going to teach you what they've done and what they've had success in. And then the second thing is, is that the mentor has, has to have gotten other people like you with similar problems and similar desires, the same results or the similar type of results. Because again, if they could be really good at making a lot of money or, you know, changing their health, you can have a bodybuilder, um, you know, that, that is great at their own health and bodybuilding, but they may not be good at teaching you that. Yeah. Right. So you got to have the right mentor. So that's number one. The second thing is community. And this is often missed. And again, it's like, there's a community test. Like you have to have a community that, that is going to help you get those results because the mentor is not enough. And I'll give you an example of this. Um, I had this awesome health coach and I took, I, I took her course. It was a very expensive course, but I really wanted to improve my health. It was $8,500 for a three month course but I really believed that she had the goods. She, she knew how to help me get rid of my ailments forever. And I was really excited about those results. She was awesome. It was great. However, I was like about a year. I mean, I really, really tried to do this a year into the program. And I still had health challenges mm. and like maybe eight, nine months in, I said, Hey, you know, can you like, can you give me some, can you connect me with some people in the community that have gotten results? Because I'm, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling like I want to give up and I don't want to give up, but I'm really feeling like, I don't know if I believe it's working. And she would just say, you have to find it within yourself. And what works for someone else won't always work for you. And everybody's body is different. And like, I would ask and ask for like to, to connect with the community, with other people, because I just kept losing the belief. That belief loan phenomenon is a real deal. And if I didn't have anyone else besides the coach to borrow those beliefs, I just didn't believe it. And so I stopped taking action. I stopped taking the supplements. I stopped doing the diet. I was looking for another quick fix because I was like, I just didn't have the community. So you got to have a community who one is similar to the mentor, like they're getting results that you want. Yeah. And and two, that they have similar problems. You know, you can't, if you're with a community, um, like a lot of people have communities, they go to networking events, right? And I was at this one um, really great women's organization and it's a great organization and that that's a community, right? They go there and they go to these networking events, but the women there were mostly, you know, they had habits like they are hobbies, I should say hobbies, right? It wasn't really businesses. They weren't very successful. So the people in that room who had this community, it, what they weren't getting the results that they wanted if they wanted to grow their business. And again, that's like really nice to hang out with people, but it's not going to help you get to the next step. Right. So you got to have a community and it's got to be supportive and they got to, you know, they got to be awesome. And then the third thing is commitment. Um, commitment. You got to be committed. So people say they're committed. I, I have this exercise and it's like, how committed are you on a scale of one to 10? And people are like 10. I'm like, okay, 10 means you're willing to do whatever it takes. And then you test them and ask them these questions. They're like, well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to, God forbid, I'll step outside my comfort zone, which means let's say pay for the program. I, I don't want to put money on a credit card. Like I had someone do that. Like she was, 
really, she, she told me she was a financial advisor. I work with a lot of financial advisors and she was a financial advisor. And she told me that if she doesn't make money, she thinks she's going to like, she's so stressed about it. She thinks she might have a heart attack. And she had this really crazy scare, um, where she, she like had palpitations and all this stuff happened. And she was really afraid she has a child and she was afraid she was going to like die, like literally die and be gone from her kid's life. And, and I was like, well, you know, would you like help? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so do you see how this will be valuable for you? She's like, yeah. And I said, okay, the next step is this. And here's how much it costs. And she's like, no, I can't put money on a credit card. And I'm like, that's what's stopping you. Like if I didn't go $47,000 in debt, I would never be here. Yeah. And it's not easy for me. It was not easy for me to go in, into debt. I, I was definitely like not okay with it. But the thing was, is like, I had to do whatever it took. So you got to be committed full on. So mentor, community, commitment. I love that because so many people do say that I'll do anything for, and it's like, would you really though? Cause you're not right now. (laughs) Yeah. And like commitments, I mean, I tell them this too. I'm like, look, like I'm not saying, you know, cut off your right arm to make this happen. Like you got to make your choices. Like I'm pregnant. I have a baby in my belly. I'm not going to risk my kid's life to grow my business. That's not what commitment is. It's like, are you willing to do what it takes to get what you want? Part of what I want is to have a, you know, awesome family and to have both to be able to be in a, a mother and a, and you know, wife and, um, all this stuff and still have my business. Like we always say, ideal business, ideal life is that you plan your business so that you get to have your ideal life, you know? So you get all those things, but, um, you gotta be committed to, to everything, um, and be willing to really, do whatever it takes to get there yes. without sabotaging the fulfillment of your life. So we're, we're getting, I mean, I'm sure, you know, listeners are just, you have such great energy falling in love with, you know, all of your ideas. I love it. Um, what are, what are like the different levels or different ways that people can work with you, work with one of your programs, seminars, give us some of that information. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so there's a lot of different levels. Um, I, I'm a big fan. Actually, I'll give away my book. Just remind me. Um, but I'm awesome. a big fan of the most transformational and sustainable way for people to work with you. And I, I'm not just saying me, but when I teach my clients, when we come up with, you know, when we do packages and stuff, people start with like low end stuff. They're like, Oh, let me start with this low ticket stuff. And I think that's fine. But like, I am so here to change lives. Like that's where I want to put my time, energy and effort. So for me, when I have someone work with me for six months, that's in my femme mentorship. That is awesome. Like that is the best because then I know if they're committed, they can double or triple or more their income. I mean, I've had like one of my other clients, Bree, she was making $4,000 a month. And this month she was on track for 40 grand, 40 yeah. grand. Wow. That's a 10 time return. I mean, so I'm not saying everybody does that and I don't even know if she's going to hit it and we still have a few more days. But she was on track for it, and even if she doesn't hit it, she's getting really freaking close, you know. Yeah. Um. So I want I like live for that transformation, and so people can come to my I have events like a I have a positioning yourself for profits event that's a two day event just like to test it out so you know I'm the real deal and I'm not BSing you. I give a ton of results in advance. People can jump on a call with me. Um, you know, read my book. I'm very proud of my book. It's called make more money, help more people. And there are stories. It's just filled with all these stories of these women who 
really, you know, whatever challenges they had before and what action they took specifically. So you have like real examples of these women putting what I teach into action and seeing the results that they've gotten. And it's just incredible. And like, I'm changing more lives, not because of, Oh, just, you know, the 14 women who are in each of my programs, but it's like what impact they're making is so huge. So I'm a big fan of the transformation. So I'm really looking more for people who want the big the big results, but I, I, I'm happy if you come to an event. I mean, I have lots of events. You can check out my website. And then I have a two-month program or eight-week program called the Revenue Accelerator Program and Wrap. And, and that's a really good program to start start with if you're, you're newer to business and stuff because it walks you through how to attract your ideal client and how to close high ticket sales and how to manage your time better and outsource how to package your services and all that stuff. So there's a ton of, of options. I, you know, I can give you a ton of free stuff too, or you can go to my website to get it. But, um, I just think it's, it's be- like, I'm just looking for those dream clients where they become my best friends and we love to hang out. And, you know, they, they say things like, I love paying you. Like, what the heck? Like how, who says that? But like my clients say that because they know when they pay me, they like 10 times their money and stuff. Like, oh, no, crazy. That's exactly like, true. I mean, that, we have that with, you know, so many partnerships that we're like, we love, we love writing you this check every month, <laughs> you know, awesome. so, when, they're, when, know. They're, when there's so much value there. Yeah. Um, so, so people can find you at robincrane.com. Yeah. R-O-B-Y-N-C-R-A-N-E.com. Perfect. Make sure it's weird spelling kind of. So there, yeah. Robin, R-O-B-Y-N-C-R-A-N-E.com. And, um, so you've got, yeah, I'm, I'm looking right now. You've got all of your incredible information that you've, you've been talking about, um, on here, which is so ridiculously cool. Um, I would love for our listeners to get a copy of your free book. That'd be yes, incredible. Uh, my pleasure. I'm like, I, seriously, if you're a woman entrepreneur, I, I really, really feel like this book needs to be in your hands and, and you got to read it. Don't just have it in your hands or on your, on the shelf. But, and I do that a lot, you know, with books, so I get it, but I promise just like read the intro and the first chapter. And if you're not hooked, then you can, you know, throw it back in my face. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's really compelling. I think in, even in the intro, I talk about Ginny who she, she had a successful business as a personal train you know, at a personal training studio, or she has a personal training studio. She made like almost $400,000 in 2015. And then again, like had all these challenges in 2016 and went down to like $10,000 a month, one, one month. And then had to go get a loan, $40,000 loan. And then before you knew it, she was working with me. And then she made $50,000 one month, 93,000 another month. It was just crazy. So I like that's in the intro. So I'm going to hook you really fast, but, um, but you can get it at robincrane.com forward slash free book. And you can download that and you'll even get some really cool bonuses. Like once you get that, you should get a, um, a link to get my membership site. It's all free. I just, am giving it away. Um, but you can get like the, the intro and the first chapter, even on audio. Unfortunately, I haven't done the rest of the book yet, but, um, you'll get that and you'll get a free webinar and goodness, there's a, there's a lot of free stuff in there, templates and guides, and it's really awesome. So, um, live it up while it's free. I don't know how long that will last yes. right now. I'm feeling very generous about it. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. And then, you know, quick question, the type of, is there a certain industry that, you know, is limited to to all of your information and material, or is it, you know, any kind of business? Good 
question. And I'm, I'm, you'll see when you read the book, I'm very, very big on targeting and how important it is to be clear about your ideal client. So, um, my ideal client, um, is a service based female entrepreneur who already has an established business and you don't have to be making a ton of money, but if you're really just starting, um, I'm usually not as good, you know, as like, I can help you kill it if you already have an established business in the sense that, you know, your value and all that. Um, right. so like, I I'm horrible at like MLMs. Like I haven't had success in that. So I'm, I don't pass the mentor test for that. So I'm like, why would you ask me? Like, I suck at that. So don't ask me. Um, but <laughs> service based and even product stuff, like it's not my thing. Cause I'm really big on the transformation and I know there's transformation and in, in products and MLMs, but like the way that I teach it, it's very much about like, who is that ideal client? Who's the person you want to help and serve and transform? And then how can we build a service base? And you can add products to it, but a, really a service-based package or program that's going to absolutely change their lives to a point where, you know, at the end of that six months, if they work with you or a year or whatever, it's like their life before was unrecognizable to them. They don't even remember how bad it was. Like that's yeah. what I love to see. And those are the businesses I'm best at helping. Awesome. Yeah. I wanted to be sure we clarified that. That's awesome. Robin, you have given us a wealth of, of golden nuggets. <laughs> so many quotes to take away too from, from this interview. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Super fun. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll make sure that we have links to your website and um, so that everybody can see how they can get your book, Make More Money, Help More People. Thank you, Robin. Thanks, Summer. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. Your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests.